a week back from uh, the sunny shores of the UK. Unusual thing to say. Back to winter. Peter Goffwood, good morning. Good morning, Vanessa, and good morning to listeners. Yes, it's uh, it's a bit weird to be back. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm freezing at the moment. It's cold, cold, cold and miserable here in Hub Bay. It's been raining all morning. Oh. And after the three weeks I've just had, it's a bit of a shock. My system is not quite used to this terrible temperature. From, I know. From Libya, Mozambique, and then the UK, I've had three weeks of glorious summer in the middle of in the middle of our winter. Absolutely, and I and I was just looking at photographs just to, you know, what what is really shown me how hot it's been in the UK is uh, there's a listener who sends me pictures every day. He's visiting family in London and the, the green lawns are parched. They are, they look yeah. like a free state winter. Um, and it's yeah. a shock to see that. And I think that is the degree of heat that the UK has experienced. Yeah, yeah look, I think, and, and I think when, when people said, oh, the temperatures are not that bad. I mean, we have those temperatures here all the time. You have to remember that it's, it's a city and a country that's not geared towards heat. Yeah. That nowhere is air conditioned. Buses aren't, trains aren't, tubes aren't, homes aren't, offices aren't. Nowhere is air conditioned. Everywhere is heated. Yes. Everywhere is geared toward months of heat, of, of cold weather. Mm-hmm. So when, when, when the reverse happens, it really is quite, uh, and you can see how it's quite dangerous, actually. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be stuck, um, you know, a half a kilometer underground um, during rush hour when it's 40 degrees above the, above the ground. You can imagine what, how hot and sweaty it must be on, on public transport. So, oh. yeah, it's, 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 quite, it's quite unpleasant. I was very, very fortunate. And then I arrived kind of two or three days after they had that kind of 40 degree spike mm. and, and the weather kind of evened out somewhat. So I had a, a glorious kind of 25, 26 degrees for, for the entire week that I was there. So that was absolutely fantastic. Um, and of course, because of daylight saving, it was also you know, light till 9.30 in the Magic. evening, which is an absolute pleasure. But so it was you... balmy evening, sitting outside. It was actually a fantastic week. Now, the weather actually played ball <laughs> for what you did while you were there, um, because a braai yes. in rainy, cold weather would have just been a disaster in my mind. Tell us a little yes. bit more um, about, remind us all where you were and uh, this amazing braai that you had uh, at this beautiful spot in the English countryside. Okay, so I was based in a in a little village called Wickham. And, and when I say a little village, it's a road with about... 10 or 12 houses and this beautiful pub, the Five Bells Inn. Um, so it's about, it's the nearest biggest town to its Newbury. So probably about two and a half hours out uh, out of London mm. uh, in the southeast. Um, and it was this, I mean, it's a beautiful old 17th century pub. Um, and the, the owner uh, and chef, Duncan Jones, had built, has got this beautiful outdoor area. The, the pub itself only seats about 40 people. So it's quite small, very low ceilings, big thatch, really kind of beautiful, beautiful country pub. But he has this beautiful garden outside and there's a, 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 it's surrounded by two fields. So it's magnificent space outdoors. And he has built next to his little brewery um, or had built this behemoth bry that we called the beast. I mean, it was even by South African standards, it was uh, it was it was pretty pretty impressive. And so the whole idea was that we were launching his bry area, um, largely because you know their, their biggest their biggest service of the day of the week is Sunday lunch. Okay. They usually do about a hundred people for a Sunday lunch outdoors, indoors and outdoors. But they find that during the summer those numbers dip because people don't eat the full Sunday roast. 
they want something lighter. So hence the whole idea of doing this braai. And then I helped him launch his new braai and the braai era in the kind of Sunday vibe. So we started off with, with uh, for 20 people, we did a braai masterclass in the morning. And that was really, really cool. It was actually a couple of South Africans there, which was really quite cool to have. <laughs> there were a couple of samples. Um, um, but, but primarily English people. And we had this most amazing time just taking people through braai techniques. One of the dishes we did was like a grilled mackerel with grilled asparagus, asparagus oh. and then a, a roasted parsley and garlic dressing. Um, <sighs> then I showed them some really nice veggies. We did some crushed potatoes that we we cooked um, in, a, in a cast iron pan on the coals with lard and we roasted some tomatoes and made like a, almost like a, a crispy patatas bravas kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Then I, I tried a dish that I'd never done before, actually, um, and it worked out quite beautifully. It was just, it was grilled carrots. Oh. So I took these big carrots, cut them lengthwise into quarters and actually cooked them on the brine. Um, sounds... It took a while because obviously they're a little bit slow, but over a low mm -hmm. heat on the side, roasted off these carrots and then mixed them with a, a just a basic vinaigrette with lots of chopped parsley and crumbled goat cheese and it really was quite a delightful salad it really was quite special did you wait for and it to cool down so, so you cool it down first and then you add the rest of the the ingredients you dress, you, no no you dress oh. it while it's still warm so you dress <gasps> you dress the carrots while they're still warm so they soak up the dressing and then as you crumble on the goat cheese it tends to get all soft and gooey so it really makes for a lovely salad i can imagine that the I mean, carrots um, the carrots must have been a bit sweeter though i'm sorry i'm, I'm actually yeah, fascinated by yeah. this now so gonna put no, i'm gonna park no, no, it and I saw the recipe and I thought, this sounds intriguing. Let's give it a whirl. And it, it worked to treat. Thank God it worked to treat because it was a masterclass. <laughs> and people were going, oh, I've never seen carrots from the fire. And I'm going, oh, yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> I didn't get wrong, but it was the first time I tried it. Um, and then we did. We, 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 we spoke about cooking steak. We cooked this beautiful bavette with a, a red wine and thyme butter. And then everyone chilled. And then a whole lot of people, about 50 people arrived later in the evening. And then we did our traditional bride with burros and societies and it was quite special. The local butcher had uh, had made um, uh, a, a recipe that I gave him uh, from Lannis Neymar and made the most stunning burbles. It wow. came up an absolute treat. And I think he's a local butcher that everyone uses. And I, I hear from Duncan, he's now continued to make it and it's available in his, in his shop. He's continued to sell it. Fantastic. Um, and the they've, just got to, they've, just got to, in, they've just got to learn how to say burbles. Yeah. Not well, South African sausage. The bride, and the thing that we and the thing we did now the posters and adverts he's put up no word no 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 mention of the word barbecue and all the advertising it's called the braai now and come for the Sunday braai wow. which is quite cool which I thought was quite lucky <laughs> and and the, the evening was brilliantly um, well received it was going to say everyone came out six seven o'clock so we were still sitting till long in the evening till it was light till quite late it was a beautiful evening and the people lapped up the pup chips that we made so we made some some pup we, we cut them into chips and deep fried them those were a huge treat the societies the pork societies were good the people say people love the borscht and then um we had a we had a, a rump that we cooked with top rump like the picanha um and we, we served that with a monkey gland sauce and that again went down a treat uh, because we had to reference because english and they're very um they're very protective towards animals and pets we had to mention that no monkeys were harmed <laughs> in the making of uh, but people were intrigued and they loved the sort of flavor profile of it that kind of sweet sour savory kind of thing for from for, for from the 
the the, the, the sauce was brilliant. And of course, the, the, everyone's favourite was definitely the Malta pudding. Oh. I mean, the pastry chef who made it, he made it twice because he wasn't happy with how it came out the first time. And the one that he delivered on the evening was absolutely outstanding one of them certainly it was my highlight of the day it was this beautifully it was perfectly risen it was it really it took on that kind of marshmallow which is where it gets oh. its name from that light airy kind of marshmallow texture that was certainly one of the nicest malfas i've ever eaten so it was a, it was a resounding success i, I think it, it, we really had good fun. we um bruce jack wine so we, we wanted to have a south african flavor to our wine so we had a beautiful pinot grigio uh, and a shannon to go with some of the the dishes we did the, the tuna and the and the and the grilled mackerel and then we had some of these more heartier wines there's a shiraz melbeck um a blend and also a, a cab sab which was fantastic and again it went perfectly with the bride i even i even went so far as one of the chefs came to me this in in the morning and said chef do you have a a, a bride playlist so i sat for an hour and downloaded a whole lot of south african music so we had everything from from uh from uh from uh odd matthews Aww. to to um, uh, Bright Blue, Corin Zoid, uh, Miriam McKeba, oh. uh, Ladysmith Black Mombos. We had a full, I put together like a four hour playlist wow. of all kind of prime circle, you name it, we had the works. It was actually a really, really cool afternoon and evening. It really went down and executed and so well received by, um, by, by the locals. Yeah. And the best thing was the chefs were so excited about it. And we just spent the next two days, uh, We I shot a couple of videos just someone wanted me to do for a website in the UK, some healthy kind of healthy outdoor eating videos. And I sat with the chefs and the kind of ideas that they were kind of, oh, we'll get this and we'll get a whole brisket in and we'll do that. And then we'll do leg of lamb the next week. And it was like, it was like this bright spirit was was infectious. Um, and, and so now they've got the rest of the summer where they're doing these, they're doing these big Sunday briars now on a, on a, on a, uh, on a beautiful summer's afternoon in, in the UK. That's so wonderful. it worked for treat. Fantastic. And I, I think that, you know, it is the, the, the best thing with uh, South African braai is that, that that word that you used, kair, it's that lacquer kair. There's nothing. I think those are the words that describe it. And the way you speak about it, um, I'm just so pleased for people in the UK that they get to um, experience this and uh, be exposed yeah. to it. So that when they see plumes of smoke going up somewhere uh, from a London garden, they're not surprised when it's a Safa having a good old braai. Yeah. And, and also that was the other thing that we insisted on was that was that because there were lots of individual bookings we just put like four rows of bunkies and everyone sat together so oh. it didn't matter if you're a group of if you're a couple or a group of four or six whatever it was everybody sat together so again there was that like a hiss that that's what, what brian is all about yeah and that's exactly what we wanted to install there was, there was certainly enough space for everyone to sit on their own you know as they might have done normally but we said no 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 this is this is care it's brian and everyone has to sit together and 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 have a have a great time and it was it worked it, it really you could feel that sort of that conviviality of the table was, and the, was evident and any any tears of longing from the saffirs that came um no but lots of <laughs> lots of i had i had to send a lot of recipes oh fantastic oh, tell me this is classy <laughs> recipe and, and again that was everyone wanted to know where to get where can i get the burros and so duncan said don't worry he'll talk to the butcher now we know the butcher now is thatchers in in newbury for anyone listening or who have family that side thatchers in newbury <laughs> now stock burros i'm going to <laughs> i'm writing it down because i will tell um i will tell the family there as well so that they can go you know go on a bit of a trip to uh, 
uh, to Newbury and go and find Thatchers and get their Budavosh supply for the month or the year or whatever they need. Peter, <laughs> it sounded like I watched, I saw the pictures on, uh, on Instagram. Just remind everybody of your Instagram handle so that they can go and check it out as well. Yes. At Pete GW, you can follow me on Instagram and Pete Goffwood on uh, on Facebook. Um, I'm heading off on travels again. I'm going back to Mozambique for a week on Monday. Oh, so back into uh, back into a summer paradise of sunshine and electricity um, oh. for another week. Which is, <laughs> I'm not is, I'm not jealous. I'm not work, jealous. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all hard work, but uh, oh. yeah, if you're going to work hard, I'd rather do it on a desert island than yeah. in, in freezing cold temperatures. Absolutely, and do what you love. I think that is the key as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Peter, it's been good mm-hmm. to catch up with you and to hear all about that incredible bri there in England. And we'll chat again next Friday. So, uh, happy travels and enjoy the weather and the electricity. <laughs> we'll do, Vanessa. And to, to listeners, until we meet again next week, may the source be with you.